401k contribution rules and S corporations. Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. On today's ad bits, I want to talk about and explain how the solo 401k contribution rules work if you have an S corp. So if your S corporation is the adopting employer. This is a five-part series. I've already tackled uh, solo 401k rules and sole proprietors, single MLCs, C-Corps. I'm going to do S-Corps today. And then last one will be on partnerships and guarantee payments and W-2s and all that fun stuff. So um, the S-Corp one's a lot like the partnership one. Okay. So if you're watching or listening to the S-Corp one, you may, um, you'll, you'll definitely want to listen to the partnership one, but similar rules. Um, what's an S-Corp? So an S-Corp is a type of C-Corporation. It is a C-Corporation that files to be treated as an S-Election. Okay, that's all it is. It's not a separate type of company. Um, it's a C-Corporation that files a 2553. It's an S-Election form to be treated as an S-Corp. What an S-Corp is basically, it makes a C-Corp treated as a pass-through entity. So an entity that has one level of tax, not two. A C-Corporation, think of it as a big box. There's the corporate level, which is subject to a 21% tax, and then the shareholder level, all dividends from the net earnings of a C-Corp after tax can get dividend up to the shareholder and the shareholder will pay tax. That's called two layers of tax. That's what a C-Corporation is uh, recognized for. And as corporations, a lot like an LLC, it's a pass-through, right? Think of it as a funnel. There's no entity level tax. However, there is a member or shareholder tax where the S-Corporation shareholder pays tax on whatever is flown through from the business to the S corporation shareholder. Now, when you own an S corp, generally you're also going to need to take salary W2, right? You can't just have all the net profits from the corp flow through to you as the owner. Why would you want to do that? Well, when you get a W2, when you take a W2 salary, it's subject to social security tax, right? And Medicare and FICA and all that stuff. Whereas if you just take distributions from your S-Corp, those distributions are not subject to those additional taxes. So a lot of S-Corp owners play around with W-2 stuff. They take a very, very low W-2 so they can take much, most of their income via distributions or um, um, yeah, S-Corp uh, distributions and not pay uh, that Social Security, you know, FICA, Medicare tax, which you know, can save 12 to 15 percent. So it is significant. Now, the IRS is watching that and um, they will audit you. So if your escort makes a million dollars of profit and you take a $7,000 salary, probably going to have an issue with that. Um, so they want the escort uh, W-2 to be reasonable. Um, if not, they'll make it so and they'll uh, essentially uh, recharacterize some of that income as a salary. So the escort is super popular, but there are restrictions. It has to be a U.S. corp only have U.S. shareholders. Most shareholders have to be individuals. Single member LLCs could be shareholders. Uh, an IRA cannot be a shareholder of an S-Corp. Only one class of shares, um, no more than 100 shareholders. So it's generally used for private businesses, right? Non-publicly traded, small private businesses, um, usually you know, venture capital funds or companies that are going to attract uh, investors are not S-Corps because they don't want shareholder restrictions. Uh, the one class of shares too. Um, an impairment. So generally used for privately held small family businesses, uh, but there is a tax advantage by having uh, one layer of tax at the shareholder level, no entity level tax, plus 
you still get limited liability protection like a C-Corp. So it's obviously a great, great type of entity. Uh, I'd say the S-Corp and the LLC uh, for small businesses are, are generally the way to go. That's what most small businesses do. Um, so how do solo 401k contribution rules work? Well, a lot of it gets tied to um, the uh, date the tax return is filed. So an S-Corp files an 1120S to March 15th, not April 15th, but March 15th. And if you get an extension, the furthest you can extend to September 15th. Uh, S-Corp uh, shareholders, S-Corp employees, I should say, earn it salary through W-2. So generally, because your W-2 is known as a 1231, you know what you're going to make. The employee deferrals, which is 20500 or 27000 if you're over 50, that must be made before 1231 of the year question. So the intent is you, you need to at least uh, the intention is to make those contributions as a 1231. The profit sharing that 25%, right? Corp, if you have a W2 C Corp S Corp partnership, it's not 20% like a sole proprietor, single member LLC, 25% of your W2. So if you make a hundred thousand bucks, your maximum employer contribution is 25,000. That can be done up until the company files its return. So either March 15th or September 15th. Uh, and then when you add it with the employee deferral at 20,500 or 27,000, you can't go above 61,000 or 67,500 in 2022. But the employee deferral can be done in pre-tax or Roth, depending on your plan docs. Employer contributions must be done pre-tax, which means it's tax deductible to the business, which in an S-Corp, the deductions flow up to you as the shareholder. So there is a tax advantage of uh, doing profit sharing contributions in uh, an S-Corp because uh, all those deductions will flow through. So unlike a C-Corp, uh, if you listen or watch my video on solo 401k contribution rules, C-Corps, you know, the employee deferral is still 1231 because it's W-2 based, but the employer contributions are due technically April 15th or October 15th because 1120 C-Corp has a different deadline of an 1120 S-Corp, which is March 15th and September 15th. Um, but otherwise, the solo 401k rules are pretty much the same. The main difference is, is the profit sharing with a C or S is 25%, whereas the sole proprietor single member LC is uh, 20%. Um, and there you have it. That's how the solo 401k contribution rules work for S-Corp. So if you have an S-Corp, now hopefully you understand that your employee deferrals uh, need to be made by 1231 and the employer profit sharing contributions, which could go as high as 25% for eligible um, employees. Uh, can be done up until the return is filed for the company. Remember, everything gets keyed off the W-2. And also remember that to be eligible for a solo K, any business can set it up so long as there's no full-time employees, which means 1,000 hours or three consecutive years of 500 hours, other than the owners or their spouses. So essentially, as long as you don't have a non-owner or spouse that works more than 1,000 hours, that's a W-2 or three consecutive years, 500 hours, uh, 1099s do not count, you're good to go, and your company could set up a solo 401k. So hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Uh, I know I did. Uh, lots of fun. Uh, these rules are important because it's so important to take advantage of the contribution rules if you have a solo k. I mean, that should be one of the primary reasons why you adopt the plan to maximize your contributions on an annual basis. So you can sock away a lot of cash each year. Um, and the money, instead of going to the IRS in the form of taxation, ends up in your plan where it can grow without tax and you can invest it in you know, stocks and real estate or cryptos, whatever you want. 
you have control over it. And best of all, you get deductions and the money is in your pocket, not in the pocket of the treasury. So um, it's all about education, understanding how these rules work so you can maximize your benefits. So hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Uh, appreciate all the support. Thanks for listening uh, wherever you listen to your podcast. If you watch on YouTube, well, appreciate it as well. And just have a great day. Be well. And thanks again for um, your support. Take care.